There's only first serves. Yep. Like, if you throw in, like, a 77 mile an hour second serve, she's, yeah, no, she's, I, she's actually going to laugh at you. Well, and she's then before, it, yeah. 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 <laughs> Welcome to Shankcast episode number two. Thanks for coming back. If you're coming back. If it's your first time, welcome. Today we're going to be talking about could you beat Serena Williams? The three of us career tennis people are going to answer that question for ourselves. We will make fun of each other and debate and talk about amateur players as well. We're going to talk about a poll that was recently done in, in the UK towards the end where just man on the street, woman on the street was asked, you think you could win a point off of Serena Williams. So we'll talk about that. I feel bad for, well, before I get into it, um, really quickly, being just episode number two, we're giving away some online coaching. If you go to iTunes, the iTunes Music Store, or on your iPhone, go to the podcast app, leave a rating for the Shankcast, leave a review of the Shankcast, whatever you think about the show so far, and then send us an email to ian at essentialtennis.com before September 30th. September 30th. I'm giving them some time. I don't know for sure when these are going to come out. So I want to give a little bit of buffer. So it's not like a, you know, one week. It's a big, yeah. Yeah, That's a a substantial I want to give people an opportunity. I like it. Yeah. I'm I'm serious about this. Mm -hmm. If you would like any of our instructional programs, all you have to do is rate, review the shank cast, send an email to Ian at essential tennis.com and we'll set you up with whatever program you'd like free of charge just for supporting the shank cast it's a pretty sweet deal i mean oh yeah doesn't get better than free i suppose if we sent them money <laughs> we're not doing that <laughs> <laughs> free course access and 100 dollars in cash just, no we were, just we're not doing that all right so today we're going to talk about stream williams i feel bad i feel i feel like for over a decade now this has been a thing like, and it kind of comes, like, if we could do, like, a Google Trend, like, search of, like, can dudes beat Serena? Can college players beat Serena? And then recently, can just random people on the street beat Serena? I feel, I kind of feel bad for her and Venus because the two of them, for whatever reason, have seemed to have been kind of, kind of, like, picked on or singled out on this whole topic. Have you ever heard it go super viral on Sharapova or like no, Justine Hennon or also, anybody else? Like, oh, I could beat Hennon. Like, they're much more in the spotlight and much more uh, vocal. So we're going to jump on the bandwagon. Yeah, in the spotlight. <laughs> so you don't feel bad for Serena? No. Not at all. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but I did not even know like the whole like dude perfect that thing. I didn't even know about that. Like, so I wasn't even on the radar about it. Back in the however long ago, and that was totally different. They were just having fun. Dude, perfect is a YouTube, one of the like the biggest YouTube channels. It's just a bunch of guys like having fun doing like trick shots and like challenges and stuff, and they get huge, you know, athletes. Serena was one of them. It wasn't about like can we beat Serena. Right. It was just like doing trick shots and high fiving and and stuff like that. But one of the segments was can't. They were trying to return Serena's serve, and was just ridiculous like nobody could even like put a racket on it uh much less put it back in the court so yeah it was interesting to watch but non-tennis players right but But athletic like they are definitely athletic and have played sports and that kind of thing so kind of relates to the joe schmo on the yeah it does street yeah we'll come back 
Good. I don't know. I think there's there's some other things that relate to when you talk about sports with Joe Schmo off the streets that I think we'll talk about later. But let's get into it. Yeah, let, let's save the Joe Schmo off the sh- off the street for the end. Let's jump into the personal. Really quickly, I want to go around the horn and give like a 60-second or less background, just so people listening and watching understand our context of like whatever level we competed at. <clears throat> Before we answer the question, could we beat Serena? Question number one. Question number two, what would the scores be? <laughs> if we play it, like win or lose, whatever, like what do we feel the score the scores would be? <clears throat> I can't wait to hear the answers to that. Uh, first, let's go around and give quick uh, competitive background. Kevin, why don't you go first? 60 seconds or less. 60 seconds or less. Start the clock now. Uh, my name is Kevin Garlington, and I played Division One tennis at Oral Roberts University, which is a smaller Division One school. Uh, I got a chance to play uh, some futures and uh, kind of lower-level le- uh, professional stuff. Never got a point to this day. Crushes me. It's not too but, late. Yeah, it's not too late. I can train. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, got a chance to play NCAAs against uh, teams like Stanford, USC, um, Baylor. Um, there we go. That's my playing history. <laughs> Take it away. I'm not going to start with, hi, I'm Megan Garlington. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I uh, played high level juniors, national. Lot of national I don't know what my highest national ranking was truthfully but I was up there decently um, and then got hurt and couldn't play so that was it this is my 60 seconds sweet <laughs> but yeah no that's that's all I got until so, what you're in 14s what do you got yeah hurt? uh yes mm-hmm yep played I, I quit playing at 14 gotcha got hurt when I was 13 all right, for me, I didn't do anything as a junior out of Wisconsin state ranking. No, I don't think I was ever ranked regionally. N- definitely never ranked nationally. Uh, definitely a late bloomer. I uh, played Division II college. It's the bottom of the lineup of uh, top 20 or 15 uh, Division II NCAA team. All three years I played for the team, we went to nationals, uh, the Sweet 16, and got crushed in the first round. <laughs> but uh, but it's fun to make it, and then you take the, the the plane ride and all that. See all the like the 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 most talented teams in in Division Two. So uh, I had a NCAA Division Two ranking in doubles briefly. I don't even remember remember what it was. It was like seventeen or eighteen or something like that. So that's my uh, background as a player. All right. So question number one. We'll go we'll go back around Kevin again. Let's start let's start with Kevin today. <laughs> At your best. At your best, like when you're training the most, when you were, you were absolutely like at your peak competitively. Question number one, and let's let's go let's go like, what's the answer? Would you win or lose? And then number two, like how do you see it going? We won't go into score. We'll go back around a second time and do scores, uh, but like, what are the patterns that you think would happen? What would be like exploited? What opportunities maybe would you have or not have? Et cetera, et cetera. Et cetera. But not no scores yet. No scores. Yeah. So am I playing Serena currently, or is the, like what what time in her career? Good are question. We, like right after yeah. she You're had doing a baby. Your peak, her peak. Oof. There's a lot of different peaks yeah, for Serena. I mean, let's go to Serena right now. Serena Just right now. Just made it to the finals of Wimbledon. <sighs> okay. 
painful enough, she would she would squeak out a win. Um, <laughs> I think uh, definitely she's like me at my best, her at her best. Um, I think one of the, the understated statements is just experience. Her being at uh, um, uh, playing in front of millions, competing at that level. I've had a couple opportunities where I've played in front of big crowds, and that completely changes everything and how you can deal with like people, um, like criticism, judgment, and it takes a while to get used to that. The walking inside, like, uh, I mean, obviously I'd never stepped inside a stadium with a thousand people, but walking inside a stadium with maybe um, uh, 50, 60 people watching you and knowing that they're constantly judging and criticizing everything you do. Can't believe you missed that forehand. Oh my God. Um, so I think that makes a big difference. So I think she would win. I, I think she would definitely squeak out a, a close one with me. Um, some of the patterns I think that would benefit matchups, me. Matchups, yeah, stroke matchups. Uh, stroke matchups is definitely, um, she likes to hit the ball flat. I like to hit the ball heavy. So there's a, 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 an advantage. Now, here's where I think the squeaking out would happen. If I played Serena Williams on clay, <laughs> There might be some opportunities for a close match on a hard court. I think she would just like take the ball early, um, like just like pound the flat crap out of the ball, um, which I personally don't like receiving. We actually had a, a junior to hit the ball very, very flat, and it's just annoying. It's just annoying for the ball to not come up and give you a little time. Like if you're playing a guy, the ball is going to be above your shoulders, which I don't mind. I don't mind stepping away from the baseline and hitting a ball above my shoulders, where her ball would probably be like. Below up, knee high, waist high, super flat, but on a clay court, add some slide, add some drop, add some some dirtiness. Um, I would uh, and slowing the serve down and being able to kind of grind out, especially when I was really fit. Uh, I think that would bug Serena to, to have to deal with heavy balls on a clay court. So that's my thing. I would use my forehand, uh, use my my strength and my speed, and hit heavy balls and make her take balls on the rise on clay and try to wear her down, try to go behind her um, and stuff like that on a hard court. It's just, it'd be basically me in a cage with a lion and uh, with a chair and just watching the lion just slowly pick away and snap away the chair and me be like running from corner to corner, um, just like dodging, dodging claws. That's the best analogy I've ever heard <laughs> for, for playing against Serena Williams. Thank you. <laughs> okay, so, so but just to be clear, on red clay, you still you still give it to Serena. I still give it to her just just the experience. I think I've I've experienced it a couple times where like what I don't if know nobody's watching. It, that's exactly no. What I was, was gonna say, say if no, no one's watching. I think there's also an element of like just I've experienced it a couple times where just knowing like you just hit a ball and you know where every ball is gonna land, and I'm sure she's experienced that like way more. And so I think there's just a level of confidence and level of even on a clay court where she has that advantage. She just has history. Uh, it's just like training juniors. It's like, you know certain kids, like if they really could take off the governor of belief and certain things, they hit the ball, if not the same or a little bit better than you, but because you have the experience and you have the kind of like, I know how to deal with certain things. I know how to, like certain things don't bother me when you're up and I know how to like manage those emotional situations. I think that's such a big advantage that she's like, 
I mean, way down that path. Oh my God. This is like, that's where like me being in the cage with the lion and going, okay. It's like, I'm just a clown running around in a circle, trying not to get like swiped a couple times. And then once like the lion's on top of you, it's just like, basically it's like, okay, I die. Um, so I think that is the, the big factor with, uh, her lioness Serena. Do you see her just out hitting you? On a hard court? Yeah. Oh, cool. definitely. I think just her ability. Just overpowering you. I don't know. I, I think it's not so much the overpower. It's the discomfort of the flat ball. It's, it's I could get to the ball and like, I get it back, but her ability to kind of like keep it flat. I, and I don't know. It's just interesting. I've hit with high level uh, women. And it's just that flat, their whole, the game is flat, deep, early. Um, and it takes me a while to get adjusted. I like guys, the type of ball I, I receive from another guy, obviously playing more guys, uh, because you can do things with it and, and you don't get that kind of like ball that kind of like is just so low. I mean, you get, you adjust to it, but I think definitely on a hard court, she has that advantage where on a clay court, it's slowed down. Uh, potentially, but I don't know. Getting out hit is interesting because I played with a lot of high-level women, and I'm like, oh, ball's not as hard. It's just more flat, and so that's where I would, um, I think, would bother me until I got used to that. Take her on the red stuff. You want to go or me? Uh, mine's pretty short and sweet, <laughs> so I can go. Yeah, I, I definitely. I think she would crush me because I play pretty much the exact like even at the peak I like <laughs> the exact same game style as Serena and she's 10 times better at it than I was so I mean I took every ball early my backhand was a huge weapon of mine like I took every ball flat as high as I possibly could take it as early as I could possibly take it I ended points with winners or errors most of the time we, we played very very similar in that sense so yeah, and she's 10 times better at it than I ever was. So, yep, that's about how that would go. Wow. <laughs> and we both would hate Clay, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> um, yeah, so. And I, I feel like she hits the crap out of the ball, but she would probably hit my ball bigger than your ball, I feel like, because my ball is flat and hard, like, st yeah, same thing. No, so, so it's right into her strike zone. It's right where she likes it. She, yeah, exactly. And she just would outpower me. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I don't think it'd be real close for me. I, I really don't. Uh, we'll get into scores in a second, but there's no, there's nothing that I do that is stronger than what she's used to, and so yeah, I don't I don't think it would be super competitive. I've I've experienced like the um, one of the guys that I worked with at Congressional, he made it to 500, 600 in the world, and uh, on the ATP tour. And he and I would do baseline games sometimes, like if, our last, if we had a group cancel or whatever, uh, we'd go out, do some like medicine ball like training, and then like play some baseline games. With, with repetition, I can get used to a lot, um, but that's like, I'm hoping to maybe peak at probably around what would be her 
lower like if she's having a really bad day and on my very best day ever if i peak on that day then maybe it would be like competitive but um outside of those things lining up for fortuitously for me like her forehand across my backhand is just like nightmare scenario like she would just absolutely destroy <laughs> just destroy my backhand corner over and over again again like i've seen big like i've seen heavy i've seen hard uh, and on my best day, like I could best case scenario, like I can neutralize. I'm good at neutralizing if I'm playing my best on my backhand side, but she's not going to go away, you know, <laughs> after the second or third, like neutralized ball. She's going like, to be bigger and bigger right, and bigger. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. The, the line just keeps getting more angry. Uh, the more times the neutral ball comes back. So, um, so yeah, but like baseline to base. I feel like baseline to baseline. I've I've got no chance. If I could somehow only hit forehands and I'm on my best ever day, then maybe it's like interesting. But I still lose. Um, if I can figure out how to get to the net every point, I mean, she loves a target. I probably I probably get smoked there also. But that's my only chance to maybe have some kind of tactical edge. Is if I have my best approach in net game ever in my life. And I, I still lose. I will how? never want to go to the net with Serena. <laughs> yeah, did, you, know, right? did you see the video no, of where I think she hit some dude? Like yeah. it was like like she hit some dude with like she was serving, and she was supposed mixed, to, like mixed. No, no, no. It was like a like a comical kind of deal where I think there was a ball like can a on top of or something. No, no, just like a video where literally there was a ball was, can on top of the head. It was the ball can video. Yeah, or it was something like that, but it was actually not like she hit the dude, and she was like ha ha ha. Like I can imagine. Are you talking about Dude Perfect? No, she hit somebody? no, no. I'll, I'll find the video. But like literally, she just crushes <laughs> this dude. He's on the ground. Everybody's laughing, and she's like, "Ah!" You know the ball challenge thing that we did? It's the one where she her, served and like hit him in the, I think in the. It's like stomach or something. Uh, was yeah. it fake? Was it like a Nike commercial or something? No, it wasn't no, a commercial. I, it, I don't know whether it was real yeah. or not, but if it was real, but I, I depict her out. as like you being at the net, and there's just like oh, yeah. it's like it's like. It's like the Looney Tunes cartoon where, like, <laughs> like what is it? The coyote sees the bird right. and he turns into, like, a... A, a, a missile? A, no, like a, a steak. Oh, yeah. And yeah. you're like, ah, And you're at the net and she just goes... Yeah. And then you're on the ground. How fun would it... Maybe not for you, but how... I think it would be so fun, though. The game style that I would love was to play Serena. Like, I loved playing people that played the same way as me because I could hit the crap out of the ball. Like, that was just my... But I'm guessing in those cases, it was probably either a really, really good day or a really bad day. I'm oh, for I'm, sure. I had, I had definitely way less. But on those couple good days... Uh, <laughs> It was totally worth it. Watch out, Serena. Yeah, it was, it was great. Yeah, right, I so would never want to play Serena playing her game. I would never want to like like right. like challenge. And, and that's like, the other variable that that's I'm the problem. Hearing you guys like talk, I'm thinking you know like my mo is not heavy. I'm not like Kevin. I'm not a heavy ball. I can hit a heavy ball with training, but it's not my like um, DNA. My DNA is is flat ball hitter. So like hearing you be like, yeah, I hit like Serena and. <laughs> It's Serena. It just makes me feel like, yeah, I absolutely yeah. have no chance. I would have to play way so far out of my comfort zone, which would cause me to make so many more errors yeah. and so many more stupid mistakes that it would just be more fun to lose really bad and hit the crap out of the ball. Yeah. <laughs> I want red clay, outdoors, really humid, me fit, 
and her where she is. And I, I don't think I'll win, but I think it would be interesting. Like oh, him, I'd love to watch. Yeah, like, like the, the red clay slows down the court so much. How many, try, how many times did you drop shot her? Dude, I'd do it like carefully. But actually on red clay, yeah, I would totally, like on a red clay surface where it just, it neutralizes power so well. Uh, I mean, that, that would just like, and me being fit. I'd still lose, but it'd be interesting. All the right. problem is once you get up on someone like that, like they don't go away. Yeah, that's the thing. And so it's not like, you know, you play someone, even that's like, you know, I don't even know. Like you play someone out of the top like 500, their level of experience is so different than someone that's, top you 10, know, top or, yeah. 10 or top 20 player <laughs> because they played so many more matches and they never go away. Like they don't get mentally to where they're just like, well, forget this match. Like, you know, where, I mean, you play, think about how many people you played that when you were just playing on, like they didn't give up, but they yeah. like gave up. Took the they're foot like, off the gas. Mm, and it's yeah. Like, yeah. We they're both like, know well, what's happening here. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Where they, we both don't know what's happening. Like <laughs> <laughs> she would have a whole different thought process than, you know what I mean? So even I feel like if I were to get up at any point, which you're might mean really one up. point. Yeah. Yeah. You're in never a point, really in a game in a set. Yeah. yeah it like, doesn't matter. Like yeah. it's the same scenario for her. So, and I think that is the experience that yeah. an amateur player or anyone even high level amateur, right? It's a different level of pressure and dealing with that with that environment, right? The worst thing would be winning a game, right? Because you know it's about you to get know, worse. You, yeah. you know, you're like, okay, let's brace for the storm now, right. yeah. Because yeah. it's yeah. just like like when you play somebody and you're kind of goofing around and they win a game, they're like, oh yeah, and you're like, okay, you're gonna die now. I I I see how it is. Like I was I was being nice to you, but you know what? It's time to break out the teeth. Yeah, and I feel also like like she's in that better mindset where it doesn't matter who's on the other side of the court. She wants to win every single point. Like, it's not like, you know, you play some people and they're like, oh, like, as long as I win, oh and oh, yeah. or as long as I win, like, two and two. You they know what I mean? They let you feel like, like you're, you're in Right, it. right, yeah. right. Yeah, where, doesn't no, have that gear. it's not that, that thought process. It's like she would get angry by losing one point compared to... Are you saying Serena Williams gets angry on the court? No. Um, never. Um, and, but, you know, I'm saying, like, it would be that it's a different mentality. Yeah. I could totally see her also intimidating you. Oh. I could totally see her All be she like... All she stand there. No, she'd be like, you see this ball? You know what I could do with this ball? <laughs> and she just like walk away. She wouldn't need to do that. Though. You remember she back in the day when she uh, coming into a changeover, she just walked into yeah. that uh, that other player. It was Sprilla, yeah, mm-hmm. I think, and just like freaking like gave her the like, shoulder. Sh- yeah, yeah. Like, she, yeah she you would. don't give her that. You make sure you walk on the opposite <laughs> totally. side to avoid any type of intimidation. Because I mean, it'd be awkward. You're like, like turn your chair to face away. From yeah, like, like, she's I, three I, times bigger than all of us. Like yeah. she is just huge. Actually, I'm curious. She's Whatever's on the internet is not accurate. No, 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 it's not not. even. She's listed like like she weighs like 160 pounds or something. Which is my weight. She weighs over 200 easily. She's my height. She's yeah. It's it's not accurate. We have a friend who was standing next to her in a picture, and our friend is. I mean, she's tall. She's like 
six foot tall and she's skinny built but she's you know like she's a tennis player you know and yeah. i mean she looked like she was a dwarf like just i yeah. mean it was you don't understand until you stand next to her uh, when you yeah. see her in person right in front of you you understand that was the how first powerful time she is. i've seen like a picture of someone <clears throat> i really knew like well next to her and yeah. i literally she looked like she was like Miniature. Have you seen a picture of Kirby next to Sharapova? Mm-mm. Miniature? Yeah, she looks like if she could like, fit in her pocket. But smaller. But and then Sharapova next to Serena. Is oh, like, yeah. Me. It's like little tiny, <laughs> right. too. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, just for a scale. Yeah. So I've checked two sources. Yeah. She is. Her height is 5'9". Yeah, that's, she's definitely taller no, than 5'9". She's, and she's a quaint 155 pounds. Yeah, no. No, she's definitely not. Definitely. But she's taller when Chelsea was standing next to her. How tall is Chelsea? Chelsea's, Chelsea's like six five, foot almost. Eleven, I think. Is she taller than you? She's a little she's bit far. I'm only five ten, yeah. five nine ish. So yeah. And she was taller than Chelsea. Yeah, so I I mean Yeah, so anyways, yeah. All right. All right, let's let's keep it moving. So let's go around quick. So what do you what's your call on scores? You can do hardcore, clay court, whatever. What are what are the, what are your predicted or projected scores kevin your best her right now on a hardcore dude <laughs> if i'm serving really well i might get two games like i just like two and, total or per set oh maybe two per set it just like two out of three yeah we're two playing out of three? a two out of three match yeah i think i might get more because i think she'll lose focus for a little bit because she'll get bored <laughs> I think there, there'll be some boredom and she'll be like, oh, oh, shoot, I'm playing tennis. Who's that guy on the other side? Oh, shoot, he just won a game. Kill. Um, yeah. On a clay court, I might win three games. Per set or total? I think per set. Okay. Like if I, if I, two? If, if I can just keep it high enough and annoy her enough, I'm like the little like mosquitoes, like, and she's trying to like catch me and like kill me. Um, that's good audio right there. Yeah. Yeah. You like that? It's like, I'm just like, don't, she's, don't make it. Don't, don't encourage. Yeah. So yeah, I think, um, yeah, I don't know. Again, obviously just to give her total respect, the sheer like will of force to just like squash you like a bug, um, definitely would wear you. I mean, I think on a hardcore, basically I would warm up on a separate court somewhere else. We would start warming up. I would not take any serves. And then I would start serving first. So she didn't know what to expect. That's one game. And then. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, you're right. Maybe. I figure I I can at least get away with if she doesn't see my serve the first time. I can surprise her. Maybe. After that, it's just luck. It's just rolling the dice on like my serve. I, I don't really count on maybe breaking her. I don't know because she has a pretty fairly big serve. So there's no like if it's a break, that's awesome. But I just don't see that happening. Like she's going to totally pinpoint something. She's going to like, oh, yeah, I'm server here. I'm never going to lose a point. Bingo. So my biggest thing is going to be like one, two punches probably to the body. Uh, but it's hard to the body because she's got that, that two-handed backhand open stance where she likes to fend it off. Um, you can't, I, I'd be nervous about taking her out wide on the forehand side because she's going to go full death slap forehand down the line. <laughs> and so there's more so about like, I just want a neutral ball back to absolutely hammer a forehand to the open court or yeah. behind her. And then like, I need to, to put four points like that together, like a first yeah. serve, a huge forehand 
Like on my best days, that was my game. I mean, literally, it was like I that my career was big forehand, big serve, um, and like hammering forehands. So if I can do that enough, and, and and where she has to like really run, but then the thing is like she's actually kind of quick, and her on the run is kind of scary too. Everything's kind of scary. It's like it's like going in a haunted house and like you're walking through and you just don't know what's going to get you, but something's going to get you, you know, you know, something's going to get you. That's, that's my analogy of Serena on, on clay. Here's where I feel like the advantage is. If I can get a big first serve, the next ball, I can either go behind or open. I just don't feel comfortable. Maybe going, I don't feel comfortable actually going open on a hard court turn. Cause I feel like her running down a ball and slapping something. She's just so good at it. But I don't know if, yeah, she's going to pick up on, like, my body and movement when she knows I'm going to go behind her. She's going to see these things. So uh, I feel way more comfortable with the clay court kind of assisting the haunted house of, like, slowing the, the scare factor down than the hard court where it's just, like, like if you could see me now where there's a video, it's just, like, rawr, like, my hands, claws, just behind a corner. It's, like... When it's like Kevin thinks about the hardcore. He clenches a little bit. Well, with Serena, yeah. I mean, that's a Serena. scary place. <laughs> Megan, what do you think? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it'd be. Oh no, that's about all I got. <laughs> Can squeeze out a game? No, probably not. Double bagel. Yeah. I'm pretty sure she just, I mean, she just outpowers me. Maybe if we can only hit down the center of the court. <laughs> I, don't, I, I'd love to see you uh, run that past her and see what she I'm going to knock you down. <laughs> yeah. It's just the experience and the, the willingness to just take it to any extent possible to never lose any points. And my serve is not big enough even at the height of my serve and her returns are insane. So, um, you know, I mean, she can be a little spotty though. Like, in general, she can be a little spotty. Yeah. Right, but Where I she, feel that's like what I'm she's spotty. Takes big cuts at it, and oh. but I feel like she's spotty when <clears throat> she feels like there's pressure that she has to do something more with the ball, um, which I don't feel like she <laughs> would have point. with us. Yeah. I feel like she would be like, mm, I can hit the ball like 150 miles per hour, like down the middle of the court, and I'm still gonna win. Where I feel like, you know, she when she's spotty, it's a lot of times when she's just like okay, I have to go for the lines. I have to go for something more than what I am because of who's on the other side of the court. So good point. She won't um, feel that with us. Yeah, right. So I just feel like she's going to be like, yep, hit big margins and hit the ball 150 miles per hour and, you know, hit it three times, and then I win the point. Every serve needs to be above 115. Like, if, if, it's, if it's, like, south of 110, 115, yeah. she's seen that. You have to, yep. like, yep. there's only first serves. Yep. Like, if you throw in, like, a 77-mile-an-hour second serve, she's, yeah, no, she's, I, she's actually going to laugh at you. Well, and she's then hitting yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, I just think, I mean, there's there's just nothing that we can show her that she's going to be like, mm, that makes me feel pressure. I feel like everything we hit is going to be like, yep. Yeah. <laughs> it's just going to be like, oh, yeah. Kevin's holding showing, up yeah. a picture of Serena's death stare after with winning a, a point. Pump. Yeah, with a fist pump. Oh, snap. Yeah. 
<laughs> that's after your like fifth that's, drop shot yeah, yeah. Yeah. On, the, on the clay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> then I fake an injury and yeah. I go home. Her hands are now on her hips and she's not pleased. Yeah, so that's why I just feel like, I mean, I definitely feel like I could win some points, but I don't feel like I could win. No, no, no. <laughs> Any games. Now she's talking to the tournament director. And if I did, it would be like beyond luck of the draw. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, I feel really similar to Kevin in that I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna break her because like her, you know, her serve is pretty, pretty incredible. And you know, she's hitting over a hundred miles an hour pretty much every, every serve, which is like basically the best competition I saw that I was, you know, used to at my peak. So, and best case scenario, I'm hitting back a solid-ish neutral ball on a second serve. And so that's standard routine for her. And there's no, there's no way, I, there's no way I, I break her serve conceivably uh, unless something really crazy happens. Either I get a, a whole bunch of looks at second serves and she throws in a couple doubles. <laughs> yeah, if she doubled four in times games. in a row, I would win a game. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Otherwise, if it's like business as usual for her, then I, I don't, I don't break, I really, you know, I don't break her serve. Uh, on my serve, if I have my best, like Kevin is saying, my best serving day, like ever, I'm hitting, you know, the serves nothing outside of what she's used to, to seeing, you know, my hardest serve is maybe 110, 115, a flat serve. And so that's not anything that she's going to be like, oh, wow, like that's a big serve. Like <laughs> she, that's super routine, you know, for her. You're going to be like, come on. And she's like, <laughs> yeah. ding, ding. <laughs> my, my second serve is like incredibly routine for her. Uh, lefty, you know, probably doesn't matter at all. I think you get some points for lefty. I, I might get you a better couple. serve, but you, you get right. some points for lefty. If I hit some lines, <laughs> my absolute hardest spin serves. I'm like like Kevin is describing. I might get a look at a neutral ball. I'm probably not seeing many like defensive balls where it's like okay, serve plus one, and I have a chance of just taking points. Best case scenario, I see some neutral balls, and I just go for broke on those balls and hopefully those go in and I get enough of those where I can win four points. That's the only way I win, I win games. It has to be on my serve. It has to be my best serve ever. And then I have to convert on the next ball over and over. There's a lot of halves. Right, exactly. Right yeah. If any of those things don't happen, then I, then I don't win the game. So I, you know, I see it being like a game or two at best, probably per set. I think I could hold once maybe twice in a set maybe like for somebody to be like no she would bagel you i wouldn't be like no way bro like of course like it's po very possible she could bagel me i think on my best possible day i win a game or two i hold once or twice possibly i think the serve is the hugest like yeah. hugest i don't know if that's the word but is the biggest determining factor like if you had a massive serve then you know up into like it the 120s yeah, yeah 125 then below 120 and then you're <laughs> yeah you're struggling which yeah. any amateur player i don't know any amateur players that have a serve over 120 i don't even know any. what's the dude uh jake he could throw down some bombs he could hit uh, 100 for sure and he was like a three five player. Yeah, Singles, but the, it, yeah. I think I, I'm, problem, just, I'm yeah, just saying it happens, but it's a right. tiny, tiny. The problem I think with amateurs, especially if they're right handed, she's she's seen it. She's like right. lefty. She's seen it. You have a slight advantage. That she's seen it, 
but it'll probably take a little time. You're gonna, it's a gonna come back. Right, it's gonna right. come back. It's gonna be a game or two. It's just not it. gonna come back as a winner until like the second game. <laughs> so I mean, that's that's the trick. I mean, I think yeah. like you have to be able to serve north of like 120. So it's just like go for first. To have serves. consistent opportunities. Yeah, because your second serve, you're on defense, and if you're on defense, the point's over. There's there's no kind of like it's the boa constrictor. Yeah, just. It's, yeah. It's like the, it's just wraps around your neck, and you're like, <laughs> and it's over. Um, so I think on a hard court, like it's just you know, crush. All right. So to close, let's talk about this survey. I know you two, so you reposted it, right? Mm-hmm. So there was a poll that was done in the UK. It was just like a man, woman on the street, uh, type thing. They weren't targeting tennis players. They were just asking average people. Here's the actual question. I copied and pasted it. Do you think if you were playing your very best tennis, you could win a point off of Serena Williams? There's a lot of, you know, stuff that got left out of the, you know, is it a match? Is it a baseline game? Is it two out of three? You know, what, what is the, is it serve and return? Like, they left out a lot of details. I think on purpose, though. Probably. <laughs> yeah, they either really knew what they were doing yeah. or they just... No, I think they really knew what they were doing. Could be. So, in that poll... <laughs> they didn't want all the responses to be like, no. <laughs> a couple thousand people responded. 12% of men said that they could get a point off of Serena playing their best tennis. And 3% of women mm-hmm. said they could get a point. No. <laughs> I'm sorry. If you if if you haven't played at some decent level, it's not gonna happen. For the sheer fact that No, hold on. What format are we talking about? Are we I talking so I think if we're talking like a game. No format, if, just if the a same game, question. Like it, just answering the question. If you're just gonna I mean how right, many points how are you gonna many, play? Right. Yeah, how many points I mean, are they playing? I mean, that's I mean she might lose focus. She point? might sneeze accidentally for that one time. Is it one point they have one shot or are they playing two sets and they have forty eight? chances if they have 48 chances they might win a point because she makes a mistake but they're not hitting a winner they're not hitting any it's sorry let's put it this way no <laughs> because st- by the question state i guess points? winning a point sorry i guess the way i'm looking at it, you will not win a point she will lose a point but you will not win a point and i i'm gonna go out on limbs and say if they play two sets they will not win a point I think at her level and at their level, because it's, it's, there is no, there is no sense for her against an amateur player that like, Ooh, I need to do something and you're going to do something that I can't, I haven't seen. She can go, she'll play a golden set and like, I mean, like if, if, if you give me some kid who's like just play tennis or any like adult or whatever, who's just like, Oh yeah, I've never played tennis and I'm going to, I'm like, dude, I'm, I'll just focus a little bit. I'm not going to miss a ball and you're going to basically lose every point. So I, I say no. Just to clarify, I, I don't believe the intent of the question here is, is saying that the amateur player literally hits something she's never seen before and forces like a mistake. I, 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 I believe no, I agree. the intent of the question is like lucky or error or like no. whatever. And so you're saying, she I, won't I'd win say, a- I say if the percentages, one to two percent of male and uh one percent of sorry zero percent of female maybe one percent of male because yeah you might get you sorry one percent of female one percent of male (laughs) it's too late because of luck 
Like you, I, you might get a let. I hear the feminist. You hear outcry. it? I can, I can literally hear it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Serena, step on your face, and you'll hear me <laughs> hear anybody cry. Um, but I just don't think so. I think that, that there's such a discrepancy, and people just don't understand. Like, like I heard this thing, and I don't know if it's true, but it was like about Martina Hingis, and she's practicing with someone of her level, and it was like she went an hour before she made her first unforced error. So, I mean, and, and we've had... Great, like, Hingis plays a pretty different style than Serena. True, but I think the, the other side of it is that Serena knows, like, I don't have to... Like Megan was saying earlier, yeah. there's, I don't have to play. I play that way because at that level, that's the way I win. But playing against someone who has no tools, I can dial it back. And that's so within her realm of dialing it back that she's like, I can, like, drink coffee, have, like, tea, and dial it back so much, you're not going to be able to deal with it. Use a frying pan. I bet, yeah, frying pan. Golden set. Yeah, gold. Yeah, you might, yeah, there should have been like, will you win two points if Serena has a frying pan? Then <laughs> those stats are accurate. I think there's just a huge misconception about people who don't play tennis and what tennis is really about. Like, I had my, my friend, Stacy, who will probably kill me that I just said her name, but um, she texted me the other day and she, I've known her since I was 18 and we've been really good friends since then. So, you know, she's, I mean, I've been around tennis forever and she's seen me teach a few lessons, hit a few balls, but she's never played tennis one day in her life and she's decently athletic. And so um, she said the other day she texted me and said, oh my gosh, I went out and her son's starting to play tennis. And so she's like, I, we took a family tennis lesson. And she was like, you would think it would be so much easier to hit the ball with that huge racket. She was like, I can't believe People how. People really just don't know. Right. She's like, I can't believe how hard it was. Yeah. And it, she wasn't saying it to like put me down or, you know, I mean, she's never, we've never really talked tennis before other than her asking, you know, what she should do or whatever for her kids. And so, but it was really interesting for, to see like someone who has never played tennis, but has watched tennis with me, has known about tennis, has seen high level tennis from my players because she used to meet me at tournaments and watch matches with me. So she's seen high level tennis, but, um, you know, I think when you don't play, you think it's a lot easier. So I think that's where a lot of the 12% comes from, from people who legitimately have just never held a racket and don't understand what tennis is about. Um, And so they think that it's easier than what it is. I'm going to break it down one more time. I have two letters to say, and this should end the conversation completely. MJ. Michael Jackson. Michael Jordan. And the reason I say MJ is like, this guy was the absolute greatest player in basketball of all time. LeBron, give it up. You're just not there. Um, Absolute greatest player of all time. And then for a moment, he chooses to play baseball. And he played minor leagues, but he was he just wasn't good. And so the parallel between like he he's trained so hard in a specific skill set and to take it to another skill set, knowing that he's he's supremely athletic. I mean, come, I mean, he's he's supremely athletic. To take it to another skill set where it's different, and to see him struggle mightily, like he was. I mean, I I read his book and how like he would go like striking out, and he was getting better, but it's like he, there was no way. 
unless he like literally gave another like 10 years in the minor leagues of baseball to even have a shot and, and a lot of it was just because of his name but i mean he worked really hard and and he tried really, but he just he couldn't cut it so imagine someone who potentially isn't supremely athletic going against Serena, who is supremely athletic, and having no background or no background of being a champion in another anything. anything. Yeah. And you're like, I'm going to play Serena, who, give her credit, I think she's probably one of the greatest uh, tennis players of all time, and say, I'm going to win a point. In a game they've never trained in yeah, before. And yeah, so I think there you go. MJ. <laughs> alright with that I think we'll wrap it up any final thoughts could you beat Serena Williams yeah I'd be interested answer, to know what you guys no. think but I'd be <laughs> interested to know what they think like if you're listening right now oh yeah sure right in the comments like what do you think would happen if you're playing a match against Serena if you've listened this whole time yeah we appreciate and you it still think, and you still think anything other than a smackdown would happen then start at the beginning of the show and listen again. But I'd like to know, like, what do you think the score would be? Because some people might have sure. huge serves, and they might feel like that might be an advantage. I'm just saying, I'd like to know. I think I, unless you're you're like a, you've played at some high level, um, and I, I'm not feminist, but it's just I'm sorry if you've if you have an ATP tour ranking and you're within probably the top 800, you have a you you have a shot to probably beat or if not have a close match with Serena if not maybe Venus Williams is listening to us right now and no, I was she's gonna say, like well, you know what I can beat Serena well I that's have. slightly different I mean yeah that's slightly different thanks for listening Venus. <laughs> yeah I know uh, <laughs> uh, same thing I think I mean if you're I mean if you even look at the, uh, the WTA tour and I think when like brand new rookies in the U.S. Open show yeah, up first round, it's a, and it's, it's like joke, yeah. it's like it's like dangling a mouse in front of a cat and going, and as you drop it in, it's like, and you're like, okay, don't do that again. So there you go. Yeah, in particular, I'm curious to hear people's response to hearing, because here's the thing: I think the debate normally takes place among people who don't really understand what they're talking about. And they might be like lifelong tennis players, but they, they haven't had the personal experience of training somebody who's nationally competitive or being nationally competitive or playing competitively with somebody who tried to be nationally competitive and got smashed or what, whatever it is. Most tennis, 99% of tennis players don't have any kind of direct or like second party data to go off of. Hmm. And so I'm curious of the people who are listening or watching who are 3-5 or 4-0 or 4-5 players who feel like I've been working really hard and I'm hitting really good forehands right now, um, but without the direct you know experience of having kind of the high performance world of tennis, I'm curious to hear their thoughts on what our calls no. are of our own. Like, mm -hmm. here's what I, you know. And I'm yeah, slightly they, delusional, just to be honest, to give you some mental background. I was background. really curious to hear what you were going <laughs> to yeah, come yeah, out I'm, with. <laughs> and I, I am a very um, optimistic thinking person. If I probably brought it back from reality a little bit, the, the scores are a little bit pushed. I'm being facetious there. 
Uh, but still, yeah, I understand. It would actually be one and one. It probably <laughs> would Kevin. be. Yeah, yeah. It, it probably would be. But I, I at least think that, like, if I say I'm going to win three games, it gives me some motivation that after I win the first game, not to just like, okay, there we go, yeah, we're done. Got, yay. <laughs> if you say three games, it's like, hey, you, so I, I overshoot a little bit because just in case I do win an early game, I'm like, hold up, I still got two more games to win. I think it's really hard for people to understand the difference between the pro tour levels and, in general. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I had a really great college kid who played, I mean, it was all American three years. Uh, I mean, at North Carolina and played really, really high level. And she was like, right after she's at 18, she's like, I'm going to play on the tour. And then three months later, she came back and was like, I'm going to college. Like, it's just so hard. And so the level is. And 98% of tennis players don't have a chance of playing right. college tennis. Right. And so it's, it's a, and college tennis is not even in the same realm. And so it's hard to quantify what the right. I don't know. I disagree with that. The I canyon is like uh, men's college tennis is close to it because I think a lot of your top division, a lot of your top men's division, uh, yeah, a lot of your top division NCAA players right. are already You're talking ranked. about one percent of college. Yeah, players. yeah, I'm just saying with when we're talking about college players that there are some realms of, I think some. if you're 800 and again, there's a lot of, I think there's a, uh, also a distinction that a but lot I'm of like NC, top 10, top 10, what? Like, like on the tour. Professional. Like, oh, are we talking about men's 10. or women's? That's the, that's the men's that's to men's, women's, men's to women's. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah. 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 No, top you were talking about to, men's to women's, yeah. weren't you? No, 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 no. no. If we're I'm talking equal like, men to men. No, yes. it's, it states the, the same thing. No, that's what I'm saying. Like that, like you can play high level college and be all American four years in a row. and do yeah. everything you can possibly do at the college level and still never, 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 never make it into the top 50, much less oh, the top yeah. 10. Yeah, I think the, so, I'd say top 200. But I think yeah. a lot of people don't understand that they're, that, that dis, like, the spirit, there's a huge gulf there. Right. Yeah, I and agree with that. I think Just a lot that of people, level difference. Right. And then you take the, the top college player compared to a strong four or five player. Right. And it's, and, right. And it's so probably I think, a bigger gap than... And so I think that that gap, people don't understand that gap. Even until you have actually played, like, or tried to play, or, or really seen play. someone who has tried to play, or trained someone who has tried to play, you don't understand you, you really don't that. Yeah. yeah. And so. In particular, if you've only ever watched on TV, and right, like, you've right. never seen it in person, you have literally no visceral, like, in person right. experience. You still don't know what the well, hell you're talking about. Well, that's why I said that story about the girl. Because the girl yeah. was, I mean, she was a great tennis player. And she had played at the top national level. I mean, she was number two in the 18 girls in the nation. I mean, she was a great tennis player. But then going on, you know, like, I heard I go, oh, yeah, I can play on the tour. And then realized three months in, like, no, no, I probably should go to college. And then difference between playing on the tour and surviving on the tour. Right. We know yeah. a lot of people that have paid Play. to play on the tour. Well, you can even get points that, and stuff, but it's right. like survive and like making a career is that's a whole nother ball game. I, I mean, like when I traveled and played, I knew a lot of guys that made to like right outside the top 100, maybe 200. But like, that's like break even. It, right. Yeah. It's not even for a lot of those guys because it's just, <laughs> Yeah. But anyway, it's just like to to maintain and get in there and like stay in there. 
That's a whole other ball game. It's super expensive too. I mean, you can tra- if you have enough money, you can travel the world until you get a point. Like you can you can do it at a high enough level. I mean, we have some kids that have done. You just travel to you know you travel you still everywhere have to win. that right. You still have to win and you still have to be good. Don't yeah, get me wrong. Yeah, I don't but <laughs> if you have the money to travel around, if you only go to Spain, your chances of winning a point there compared to going all over you know before like in Asia and Middle East and you're traveling in different spots where it's not as prevalent spain is one of the hardest places to get a point which no is i agree but it's but like i still think the kids that we were talking about they're good oh for sure yeah i'm not yeah, saying it's not like happening. hey let's pull out some cash and like no, my no, little no. three my little like nine-year-old is gonna have right. a point no but i'm saying like you like there's a difference Johnny and okay we're going off yeah, on a yeah. tangent okay, sorry sorry no, we're, no that's good I, I think it's good perspective for for people to hear uh it helps for the people who don't have the first-hand experience and they haven't seen it in person and they just don't understand, I think it's valuable perspective for people listening at home to, to hear the direct experiences and indirect experiences of, of us. Because it helps people respect the, the game that much more. And you kind of, yeah. know, when you know where you really like fall in like the hierarchy of the game, I think some, there's two responses you can have. You can either be depressed and be like, well, what's the point? Or you can just realize like how incredibly like deep and talented yeah. the the pool is. It's I, unbelievable. I think it goes to my last thing is that question that we get from people that are like, "I'm I, I hate to break your heart. I'm going to do it. I'm I'm, I'm 12 or I'm 13 or uh, I'm, four, I'm 20. Or, I'm 20. Yeah. I want to go yeah. pro. Can I make and it? Full respect for me not to laugh because they just don't understand. Like I had that same feeling like when I was like. 13 and I was training yeah. and, and I was like, okay. And then slowly as I got dipped or I was the mouse, it's like when you don't realize when you're the mouse being dipped in the, like the lion's cage and you're like, holy smokes. And those people are still losing at the next level. And those people they're playing yep. are losing at the next level. You start going, Oh, I'm going to start sending this podcast out. Yeah, instead seriously. Of the video. I get that. I, just for clarification, I get that get question at least three no. times a week. Yeah. No. It's like, unless you want to like literally stop your life, train 10 hours a day for about 10 years and you probably still won't and make spend it. spend hundreds of thousands yeah, of dollars. Yeah, literally. Hopefully yeah. you have some, te- some like talent. Yeah. Genetic like talent. Yeah. So there you go. All right. Now that everybody's thoroughly depressed, yeah. we <laughs> go have, practice. Yeah, go practice. Go work on your crappy back Because <laughs> that's what I'm going to do. Thanks for listening, everybody. Really appreciate it. If you'd like to get a free instructional program all the way up to a $400 value, all you have to do is go to the iTunes Music Store or the podcast app on your iPhone, leave a rating, leave a review, and then send us that review to ian at essentialtennis.com or support at essentialtennis.com. Pretty much anything at essentialtennis.com will get it in front of Megan. <laughs> <laughs> and she will, if you're nice, she, she will graciously... Yeah, you have to be nice. Yeah, she will graciously hook you up with access to any program you want. And that is good through September 30th. 2019. Good call. So if, it's, <laughs> if you're listening to this before then and you like some guidance on how to improve your game, you can help us out by leaving a rating, leaving a review. Until next time, thanks for listening. We'll talk to you again next time. See ya. Hasta luego.